What is up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Live Beyond Average podcast. Here with my co-host, my man, one of my best friends, Dustin Lukey. What is up, brother? What's happening, man? Dude, pumped to be on again with you. Pumped that we're rolling out some of these podcasts together. It's been too long. We rolled out our long one the other. We rolled out a long one before this. Now we have a shorter one coming. Uh, we said we we're going to start talking about. You know, it's spring. It's spring 2021. Yes. This is the preseason stuff. You know, this is where the, all the prep starts to happen. And this is the time of year where we start talking about that a little bit more on what we're doing, our experiences with that, what we've learned, and how we can just add value to you guys and hopefully just trigger some thoughts for you guys to just give you value as you're going into your preseason here of the hunting season 2021. Yeah, so right now we're in that <clears throat> kind of holding period where, you know, applications are in, uh, results are coming out yeah. slowly. You're gonna start figuring out what you're gonna, what you're gonna do, where you're gonna go this fall. Yeah, um, fun time of year. Yes, yeah, exciting. exciting. It is exciting. Chomping at the bits. So let's just start it off with uh, fitness and health. You know, that's a huge part of you know our lifestyle. Yeah, that's our specialty. That's what Run the Gun is. Yes, we got started with. Um, and one thing that you know I came up with, and we. Saw it in uh, February with Travis and Aaron. Yeah. You know, those guys just not having to question whether you're fit enough for a hunt yes. or ready for a hunt. Absolutely. Yeah, because like Aaron had been training with me for, he was kind of like that prime example. He had been training with me for several months, had lost a lot of fat, had gotten in great shape. And, and him being on that back, his, his first like legit Western hunt, and he was like, dude, He's like, without a doubt, I'm so glad I've been training because mm -hmm. I got to, you know, we, he had seven days notice for this hunt. We like invited him like seven or nine days, something like that prior. It wasn't very long. Yeah. And Travis was about the, the same. same, like seven yep. days. And, uh, and you know, he was just like, he was really excited about how he performed up on the mountains. Right. You know what I mean? And so he got to, he didn't have that anxiety of, you know, he probably did a little bit of keeping up, you know, because he had never done it. But once he got there and started hiking with us, he was like, he was pumped. He knew mm -hmm. that that work that he was putting in was paying up. And so, yeah, how does that, how does fitness and health play a role with us right now in this time of year? Uh, right now, you know, what I'm looking at is what am I going to be doing this summer? Uh, you know, as far as activity wise goes, and then where am I going in the fall? Mm. Uh, you know, I'm mm. looking at doing some of the same hunts I did last year. What was, where was I lacking last year? Where could I improve last year? I like that. Um, where, where did I get tired out? Yes. You know, what, what got tired? All right. And you work that more. Yeah. Uh, using, using your past experience of not like way far back, but something you had just went through that you know is going to still affect you today if you don't change something about it. Right. So it's kind of like that old sales technique, right? Like, hey, if you don't change changes, how's it going to affect your life in a year? Like, you know, people react to that. Um, and it's the same way with us as we're planning out our fitness. Like, if I don't change, you know, what happened to me this last season or what's going on right now, like, how will it affect me in four months, five months, six months when mm -hmm. I'm hunting? You know, so really think about that. So what Dustin says, like, yeah, he's using those hunts from last year. Yeah, to so how this fitness is going to be. I did it right before the sheep hunt, the New Mexico <clears throat> sheep hunt. Um, I got on the step mill, and I was really hard on the step mill. Went hard, went heavy on the step mill, trying to get that 
you know, VO2 max way up. Mm -hmm. And because I knew we were going to be doing a lot of climbing. And you had 14 days to prep for it. Right. <laughs> so I was like, so I was on the step mill a lot. Yeah. And you were already working out. Right. So it's clear that, you know, you didn't go from stagnancy to that. Um, but you were able to take your current fitness level, which was good, and really just turn it up mm -hmm. for this 14 day period just to condition up for an event a little bit more. Right. And that's where we should be at, you guys. We shouldn't just draw a tag and be like, I'm two months out from this hunt. I need to, you're going to have to torture yourself to get in some sort of physical condition, which also puts you at a much higher risk of injury when you're doing that. And so we need to start thinking about, I need to start getting healthier today. I need to start taking action steps today on my health, my fitness. That way I'm living healthy, not just for a hunt. I'm living healthy because it's the right thing to do. And then I can turn it up a little bit more for each specific hunt when I know I'm going to go on those hunts. Right. Yeah. I. And then specifically for the hunt, which is what you're getting into right now. You're like, you were, you were touching on that, like knowing when you draw a certain hunt, right? I mean, I feel like that's where you were. Yeah. No, if you're, into. if you're planning on like you had your Nevada hunt last year, mm -hmm. if you know in May, early June <clears throat> that you're drawing that hunt and you've got four months to prep before it comes yeah you know before yeah, september yeah well or yeah if it's an early August, season yeah you're you're cutting it close right so starting now and having that that drive to okay i'm gonna take summer and i'm gonna have fun this summer but i'm also gonna work at yes. work at my fitness work at my health um eating's probably number one yeah um absolutely you know, you can, you can work out as much as you want, but if you eat like garbage and treat your body like a garbage dumpster, you're going to feel like that. Dude, it is. I mean, and there's a time where we have to just like put down our fork and stop feeding our flesh and what we like, <laughs> what we desire in that sense and start treating our bodies the way they're supposed to be treated the way they're meant to be treated, uh, which is with, 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 with much respect. You know yes. what I mean? And when we when we adjust that mindset, it actually becomes much easier easier for us to do. And uh, when you start growing that self discipline, it's amazing um, how many other areas. Like we're talking specifically about health and fitness, but how that correlates into all these other areas of our life, and how we'll actually start performing much better in our careers, in our jobs, as husbands, fathers, wives, mothers, all of those things as friends. How the performance in all areas of those life start to stem and right. start to grow. Um, but it starts with like what we're, how we're picking up our fork, you know what I mean? What, how we're feeding ourselves. Um, and it, we can't, like the old adage says, it's true. You cannot run, outrun a bad diet. No. You know what I mean? And it, but it has so much more to do with that than just like outrunning the bad diet. It's just like, we should be feeding ourselves foods that we know are good for us. We should be feeding ourselves foods that are, you know, that are whole foods, <laughs> like not a million ingredients in them, you know, lean meats. Yeah. You know, it's just it's key for for how our bodies are going to perform our fat loss and uh, just having that ultimate self-respect and discipline for ourselves and it's not something that is attainable to go you know peak level counting your macros counting calories everything all the time this is just talking about we're not eating but you know burger king yeah we don't need to be gluttons Every day. And we don't need you know, fast food. Right. right. Eating gas mean, station pizza and yeah. fast food every day. It doesn't mean you don't treat yourself, but it's having the, the discipline enough not to be, not to do that every day. Right. And not to be a glutton when we do. You know what I mean? Like, 
Right. It's just it's just a fact. It's just and what it, it is. And that correlates in <clears throat> as you get closer to your hunt and planning your food for what you're gonna have during your hunt. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if you're eating that same style <clears throat> of food, yes, that's gonna the way you feel after you eat that, you know, greasy cheeseburger and greasy fries and you know two extra cokes, you yes. know that tired, exhausted. If you're doing that during your hunt, that's how your hunt's gonna go. Yeah. Or that's how your trip's gonna go. Yep. Backpacking trip. Absolutely. I mean, dude. I mean, you're talking something that happened. You know, close to us. We talked about. We were kind of keying on Travis and Aaron and, and us going down to New Mexico here in February. You know, like when we were picking up breakfast, like we weren't grabbing a bunch of garbage. Like we grabbed a freaking egg burrito, like mm-hmm. high protein. You know, yep. healthy fat from the eggs and a good. You know, and 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 a limited amount of carbohydrate with that that shell of burrito. You know what I mean? Like just a, a good ratio of macros between the carbs, the fats, and the protein there. Yeah, I pre-made those yeah. burritos before we got down there and froze them. Yes. So they were ready to go for it. I mean, it was easy still. Yep. A, a little prep work yeah. before uh, yeah. was way easier and way nicer to get that extra 15 minutes of sleep. You didn't have to Absolutely, get up and make dude. a big breakfast. Clutch move by you. But no, in... And healthy too, you yes. know. Yes, yes. We need we need to think about all three of our macronutrients and how we're taking them and how each one serve a purpose for us. So we need we need all of them for sure. Uh, that leads into uh, something else more, you know, just planning your day. Mm. How there's a lot of a lot of different you know self help books, you know, motivational books and um, everything about planning your day out. Yes. You know, not just waking up in the morning, scrolling on your phone for an hour. All right, I'll get up and go to work and yep. come home and scroll on my phone some more. Yes. You know, planning your day, you can go as digging, you know, dive, dig, dive deep into this. Yeah. Um, as you want, <laughs> you know, as far as oh, I'm going to get up, I'm going to do my devotional. I'm going to yes. shower. Then I'm going to, or, you know, get up and work out. Then I'm going to shower. Yeah. Then I'm going to, you know, X, Y, Z yes. throughout your whole day and having that time stamped. Or you can be like, all right, here's what I need to get in. I need to get in my hour workout, do my devotional sometime and get my meals in there and then have time with my family. But most of the time what happens when you do it that second way is most of them don't happen. No. You know what I mean? So like you nailed it. You absolutely nailed it. Like the first one you were like, you lay out your day. And so like, I'm going to put this in terms like one of my mentors like helped me with so much is like l- taking our day and, and designing our day versus mm-hmm. defaulting our day. Like the first one you said, you're, we're, you're designing your day. The second one, you default your day. You're defaulting to, okay, I just need to do some of these things I need to get done. I know I need to spend time with my family. Like I should, I should work out today. But you're defaulting to whatever happens in life then versus if you design your day out, you're going to make that happen. So if you design that, that, Hey, like thing number one for me when I wake up is my devotional. I'm praying. I'm giving my first fruits of the labor right to where they're supposed to go. Like helps me focus. Then yes, maybe that is right into a workout, cold shower, whatever it is, breakfast, you know, time with the kids before they go to school, take them to school, mm-hmm. kind of giving you like a little mini layout of what I do. Um, but it's designed, right? And then, you know, how are we laying out our work day? And then, yeah, are we, are our evenings designed? I totally fail at this one all the time. Working at is like my evening design. Instead of just defaulting like, yep, family time. Like, okay, no, how do I actually be intentional with my family time? Like, 
okay, I need to not have my phone with me from time A to time B to be more intentional with my kids. Like, so that family time is actually intentional, like design family time, not defaulting to whatever happens. So like that design over default for me is like really connected and you were like totally nailing on that without that terminology, but you really were explaining those two differences that have actually had like massive impact on my life in the last three or four months. Oh, that's um, good. So I know like, and I've been sharing that so much with my clients on how um, they need to design their days to be successful with like specifically for them, it's nutrition, you know what I mean? Or specifically for them, it's workouts. Um, but then they find out how it actually plays a key, obviously, in all of our areas of life. But that has helped me so much that now it's helping so many of my clients. So hopefully it'll connect with some people here listening too. So Yeah, and I think if we can get into uh, you know, a pattern of that, anything, 21 days, that's what it takes to get into yeah. you know, a healthy pattern mm-hmm. and to make it a habit. And if you can do that, get into the habit of doing that and you know, it's just going to progress to other things in your life. Yes. Because what does it do? It builds self-discipline, mm-hmm. right? And when we build self-discipline, when we start to do that, that, that builds, what does that build? It starts to snowball, builds momentum, which builds confidence. confidence. And when we have confidence, our hope is much higher for things that we want and we dream about. Our hope grows that, that those things are going to be attained. Mm-hmm. And so everything just like steps to the next. So from self-discipline builds momentum, builds self-confidence, builds hope, right? Like all those things just continue. And that goes with goals too. Yeah. You know, setting small goals, achievable goals. Don't set goals that are unachievable that you keep failing at. You know, there's always going to be those high goals that you want to get to. Absolutely. But put those low goals in there for, you know, little wins. You don't want to just put a yeah. peak of you know Everest and then you're like oh I'm not gonna oh, I'm gonna fail at that so I'm not even gonna try climbing a mountain yeah and I think where the disconnect there is for so many people is they make that high goal which is great like why not have high goals in your life but they're not then reverse engineering from that high goal like okay here's my goal and that's it and like I gotta get to my goal well, that's really hard but have you stopped to think about like what's what's how do you get to your goal from a backward standpoint so reverse engineer what's step one to take to get closer to that goal and then from there what's step two mm-hmm. so by reverse engineering from the top down you know every step every pattern is going to take for you to get to that point and then from there obviously you can make your adjustments instead of excuses right to get there and so uh once you make that high goal it's funny how we're talking about like health fitness and we're straying off into these other realms but it's just they all intertwine so much together um of like you have to have the macro, but you have all these little micro goals to get there. And so, like, don't forget about those. Plan those out. Design them. Go uh-huh. right back to the design. Because if you start, if you just default to try to get to that main goal, you you won't. Like, 100%, you probably won't. No. Like, you have to design all these steps to get to there. You have to build the, build the steps. You can't get to the third floor without building the steps to the first floor. No. You know? So, design them up. And celebrate those small wins. <laughs> yeah. Don't sell yourself short. Celebrate those small wins when you get to the first floor. I actually think that's one of the most important things. Like taking yeah. the time to like pat yourself on the back and be like, bro, you're awesome. Like, Jordan, good job. Pat myself on the back and be like, I'm going to go out. Like, honestly, me and my wife have done a good job of this in the course of our relationship for the last 16 years. Is like we celebrate like the dumbest stuff and like <laughs> we'll go out for supper and be like, 
oh, what's our reason for stuff? Like, go out for stuff or have a reason to go celebrate something. And we'll find, like, the dumbest thing to give ourselves an excuse to go, like, have a celebration supper. Mm -hmm. And it's honestly been really healthy for us. Um, And we kind of did it as a joke on the earlier years. And now it's, like, it's an actual thing that we do. Um, It's been really good for us because we should celebrate those little things. And, like, why not be, like, overly, like, abundant and excited about, like, little things in life? You know what I mean? Like, bring an excitement to life that we should have. And so, yeah. Celebrate everything, man. Like, why not? For sure. Why not? Uh, you know, one of the things that we're so stuck on is, you know, trying to do everything everyone's way. Mm. You know, uh, X. this person says X, Y, and Z is the way we should do it. No, nope, yeah. this person says we got to start at A, B, and C. Yes. You know, not everyone's way is the right way for you. Mm. Yeah, we have to build, we have to build, like structure for ourselves right right and that's that comes with failure as well mm-hmm. you know if you can get if you can get over <clears throat> how should i say this being afraid to fail i think is okay. one of the hardest things yeah if you're you know you're gonna try something but if you're afraid to fail at it you're not gonna give it your full effort which is so ironically backwards Right. Isn't it though? But it's just, we, everybody does it. We've all done it. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, it's, it's crazy how even like, so like we were just talking about my arch, my archery, archery, let's use this as an example. Archery, the run to gun archery challenge coming up here in like three weeks. Mm-hmm. That is something along with the run to gun seeker summit coming up here in like four weeks, two things I've been wanting to do for years. And like what held me back from doing that? Ultimately, the fear of people not showing up, right? So the fear of failing. Yeah. People don't show up. What, what's it gonna look like? Oh, like it's just—it's a pride hit, right? It's an ego hit to me. If people don't show up, you look—you look dumb. Mm-hmm. And so you're failing. Like so. So ultimately, you don't push to do those events, which is failing. Right. <laughs> like you failed because you actually didn't ever didn't attempt attempt it, which is the failure. Yes. Like that is actually the true failure because you lack to actually bring impact and value to people and to grow what you're saying you're trying to grow. And so fear held it back versus just like this year finally like, you know, hitting new maturity levels and just being like I'm sending it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm going to go for it. And we were just talking about how like, oh wow, yeah, there's this many people signed up already. Awesome. Like Cool. And guess what? If there was only 10 of my friends that came, cool too. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like we have to, we have to attempt and there's not, it's not like try and fail. It's actually like tr- try and learn mm-hmm. cause there's going to be matches and mismatches. It's like, it's like a hammer and a nail or like you're going to hammer, nail, hammer, nail, hammer, nail, and you might grab a screw and that's, that's a mismatch. It's not a fail. It's just a mismatch. Mm-hmm. Like, and we have to, we're going to have mismatches in our attempts. Yeah. And, and we like, learn from it. And like you were saying with the archery challenge, um, you know, just you're going to learn from this year. And yeah. you're obviously going to get feedback from all the people, you know, guys and gals that are showing up to do it. You know, if they've done other things that are similar or they've got ideas. Oh, I'm going to get, I'm going to get 38 opinions mm-hmm. on what I should have done. <laughs> hey. You know what I mean? Like, and it's just like, and, and, and 37 of them are probably going to go in the garbage. You know, realistically, I mean, yeah. like there might be one really good thing in there. Like, oh, yeah, that'll make my event better next year. You know what I mean? Like most, you know, everybody has their opinions on how things are run mm-hmm. or how things are done. And like, 
not everything's run the same way. You talk about how like we have to do things, how it has to be like you design things for yourself and everybody's vision on how we do things is going to be slightly different, right? Right. And so like carry out your vision, have the confidence to, to execute on that vision and then uh, take, in the, take in the stuff from the people that matter the most. Mm-hmm. Right, taking those adjustments and changes, and always make it better if it fits your vision. Because a lot of times, if dude, if season one of Run to Gun TV, if I would have taken in everybody's thoughts and opinions and what my show should have been, compared to what my vision was for it, I wouldn't be here because no. it was nowhere near what my vision was. I and I was still trying to figure out how to execute that vision, but I could easily let the influences of all these other people saying what it should be could have affected it and could have took it down a completely different path and in, in, in road. That was nowhere near what I was, my calling was supposed to be. Right. So it's like, we have to be careful on that. And they say those, like, those, you know, their opinions are set out of love. Like, oh, they, yeah. They're, they're just they trying care. to help. Yeah, they care. Like, but it doesn't mean you have to, like, you have to know where they actually are going to pull you away from the calling you're supposed to be on. Like, mm-hmm. you have to be very conscious of it. Like, accept it and listen, but know if it's not, like, know if this, you need to throw it in the trash when they turn around and walk away. Right. Yeah. And maybe those, maybe you'll take 10 of those things. Yes. 10 of those, you know, suggestions from yep. people and they'll, they'll be great. But <clears throat> yeah. you also have to filter through that stuff too. Absolutely. And in life in general, just filter through opinions. I mean, everybody's got an opinion. Mm-hmm. They're like assholes. <laughs> they all stink. It's true. It's and, true. uh, yeah. but no, and especially social media, I mean, people are so hard on other people and yet they'll they cannot look in the mirror and accept their own failures well it's it's a lack of i mean we're talking so much about vision right with Mm -hmm. this like inadvertently talking about vision is it's the lack of actually vision in their own life Mm -hmm. and 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 it's easy to just bring on everybody else's what they're attempting to do or their visions when you don't have vision for yourself. Right. And so it's very key with this as you're stepping forward into your health and into your fitness that you create vision for yourself. Like we must create vision for ourselves. What is it that you want to look like at the end of the year? Like I've been thinking about that a lot this year is where do I want to be at at the end of December if I'm making a toast with my wife, you know, on New Year's Eve and we're toasting about something, what do I want to look like? What do I want to be like? What do I want to sound like? What do I want to have accomplished this year? And one of those things is I'm going to do it differently this year. If you've been listening to all my other podcasts, I've been like hounding that. Like if I'm, what am I, I'm going to be doing it differently this year. What is it that we have to do differently? And so like, that's been a big thing. And so think about that for yourself and then create that vision, like visualize it in your head. That's what vision is. Right. Mm-hmm. And then you have to just like we talked about, like reverse engineering, backlog how you're going to get and start creating those steps to get to December 31st, right? There's 31 days in December. Am I right on that? Yes. I think so. So yeah, like how are you going to, what do you want to look like on December 31st of 2021? Write it down. Write it freaking down. Don't just think about it and think you're going to remember it because holy cats. No. And then design the days for it. Don't default your days. No. Like we have to design our days to get there. Otherwise you guys, it's it's easy. It's tiring. I'm tired of the end of my days. Like, but when I'm committed to something, when my commitment's bigger than my, my circumstance, mm-hmm. I then you'll stay committed because what you want to accomplish is a bigger reason than I'm tired right now. Right. I'm, I'm hungry for this freaking animal cookie blizzard at DQ that they have right now that looks really good. 
Yeah. <laughs> you, you know what I mean? But it's like, it's those things. Is our commitments are more important than our current circumstance. Mm-hmm. And we have to get past these these temporary feelings, these temporary emotional feelings that we have. Because that's what a lot of times these hunger things are. Or caving to an addiction, whatever that is. Like, they're just in, like, it's our, how we're being triggered and our emotional responses to stimuluses that are happening to us on a daily basis. Like, we feel inadequate about something. What's our trigger? Like, figuring out those triggers. Like, is your trigger to go look at porn when you feel that way? Is your trigger to freaking drink alcohol when you look at it that way? Like, we all have that are different triggers. And so, like, being self-aware, I'm like, why am I looking at that? Or why am I drinking that? Or why am I eating that? Whatever it is. Like, what set that off? And then we can start figuring that out. You can start designing your days to be successful around that. You know what I mean? But it takes deeper thought to do those things and to actually figure out, like, what what are our triggers? Like, we all have them. Mm-hmm. Legitly, we all have them. And a lot of them are, like, because when things happen, we feel, like, inadequate or we feel lesser or we feel like... Like we're stress. No good or we're stress. Yes. Exactly. Yeah, if, oh, there's too much stress. I got too much going on. I just need to check out. Yeah. Well, there's healthy ways to check out Absolutely. and unhealthy ways to check out. Oh, I like that, dude. And That's good. if I, I'm just going to throw <clears throat> myself out there. Um, I gave up alcohol. I'm yeah. at like 540 days without alcohol. Yeah. I had a lot of stuff going on in my life. And uh, I just needed a clear mind Mm -hmm. to deal with all of it. I did not want to make any emotional decisions, uh, anything where my mind was not 100% on par. Yeah. um, Or something that I would regret saying later. Yeah. And uh, it's been awesome. Um, It's been really helpful for me. As hard as it is to say, you know, I don't know, I don't plan on starting yeah. drinking again I, would i like to get there someday to like have one or maybe yeah maybe i don't yeah. know but i don't have any plan to right and what i've noticed over that is my mental health is mm-hmm. a lot more stable mm-hmm. a lot more focused a lot more driven yeah um i don't have those ups and downs that you that i used to get with you know that alcohol and the yes you know i just and i I wouldn't per se I had an, a problem, but I found myself reaching for it more it, and more. Yeah. And I could see what was coming. I could see the problem coming, <clears throat> and it just, I wasn't going to let it dude, get to me. And that's how, that's amazing, dude, first of all, for bringing that out there. Um, and that's how it is. Like, you keyed on the thing of, like, you could see how you, you found yourself kind of reaching to it. Now, it could be a problem. It's kind of like... I was told a story once of like how, like, I can't remember, I was reading in a book, but a pastor was talking about how like, that's how sin is for us in our life. How it's like, it's kind of like a little baby lion in a cage and we go in and we have a fork with a little piece of steak on it and we give that little lion a little bite of steak and then the next day we go in and we give him a couple little bites of steak and pretty soon we go in that cage, dude, and that, that lion's been so well nourished from our continual little bites of steak that pretty soon like, that steak ain't going to sustain that lion and pretty soon Mm -hmm. like it devours us. Mm -hmm. And like, that's how like these little things, like these little addictions, when we feed our flesh, like I talked about the beginning, like when we feed our little addictions, we think like, Oh dude, it's not a big deal. Like just have one, like whatever your issue is, right. Whatever your addiction is or whatever your, your, uh, crutches that we lean, that we lean on, whether it be some drinks or looking at porn or, you know, whatever it is, like we can like totally, it's like, in our minds we have that excuse right of like oh it's like just a couple it's not gonna like yeah i'm just gonna it's feeding the lion 
until pretty soon, like, it overtakes us. Yeah, you know what I mean? and it starts to control you. Yeah, totally. Dude. And it controls your thinking. It's your way of, yeah. you know, and and that's what totally. it was to, you know, hey, I'm just going to have, like, two when I get home, mm-hmm. you know, turn into six, turns into... You Five know, times a week. Right, like, exactly. A, you know, both nights on the weekend. Mm-hmm. And and the thing that um, was really eye-opening for me was how much of our society day-to-day revolves around alcohol it's and insane. drinking. It's insane. It is staggering. I have a close friend that's actually, he works in like the, he does like risk analysis stuff. For oh, like sure. Life insurance stuff. And he... He was telling me some statistics on how actually crazy it is, how how many that how high the statistic is of people who die and all have really high like elevated like en- enzymes for you know like alcohol in their liver and stuff like that when they die and the, but on their stuff they're you know they're not what you would label an alcoholic like what we would think of, but it's just like how drinking's become the norm to mm-hmm. do like on a daily thing, and it's not like they're getting we think of like we think of alcoholic being like. Well, they're drunk and they're a problem. Like, you know, what we think of like in college when you're oh, just yeah. partying like and blackout drunk. Yeah, that's not the typical anymore. Like, that's not the what alcoholism is. No. And it's it's actually like these continual just like, yeah, they have a couple every single, or they, ha- you know, they, go, they have a couple beers every single night and how it's actually like massively affecting our health. You know what I mean? And massively affecting our mental health as well because it does. I mean, alcohol is a depressant. Mm-hmm. Like, and so many people struggle with that. We've, I think most people have struggled with that at some point or the other. Oh, yeah. In depth more than others. Totally fine. Oh, I don't, I've struggled with it inadvertently. Didn't even know. No. Nope. Struggled with it for, you know, when I was in between, like, a terrible job that I was in that I hated that was bringing me down. But I'm always, like, Mr. Happy, nice guy. Like, always positive. That was, like, my sense of over-positiveness was totally masking and, like, covering it up. And then finally I was just like, why do I feel this way every single day? I'm like, oh, like... Bro, you're probably not happy about stuff. Like, you need to face that. Yeah, <laughs> like, you know what for I mean? sure. Like, learning how to face it. So, like, these new levels of self-awareness with ourselves that we have to learn how to face. And, and again, like we talked about on the previous podcast, like, in, or no, it was on this podcast. I'm running a podcast together. How are we going to improve? Like, when we figure out the our, our shortcomings, like, how do we improve them? We can't just continue to do the same things over and over, you know? But, yeah. dude, like, huge honor to you to bring that up. No, and it's... I'm like, that's such a great example. It's something that it's not for everybody, and I'm not... It, I don't look down on mm-hmm. anybody who does drink. It's that's all you and I can go anywhere and sit down while other people are drinking. It doesn't bother me anymore. It was it hard at first. Yes, yep. it was pretty. It was hard, not like you know when you're out by the grill and neighbors sure. walk over and you're like, oh man, and that. But or going out, you know, was it hard? Eh, yeah. Now it just it doesn't bother me. Go yep. for it. You know, it's yeah, whatever you want to do. But um, if you you know, if anybody out there is listening to this and they are thinking about quitting or, you know, maybe have that, uh, I might want to try a little bit healthier lifestyle and that might be one of the reasons why or where I want to go this year. Yeah, give me a shout. I would be yeah. glad to answer any questions. There's a couple of apps that I use that help you out, you know, yeah. kind of like a tracker. It's pretty cool. Well, just like having that little extra, you know, inspiration daily and just in, in it. To keep it's it's like doing our devotions in the morning, right? When mm-hmm. you see something like that in the morning, too, it gets our mindset where it needs to be for the day. You mm-hmm. you're designing that day right away. Yeah, where you're you're setting the tone in your mindset of the way you want to live your life versus letting the world 
control how we're going to react to it. So taking on the day offensively mm-hmm. versus reacting to the world on a defensive position. Right. That's how we cave in. That's how we fail. Like, but when we can when we wake up early and we have an offensive mindset, dude, like everything's changed. Yep. Plan that day. And that was my way of, that was my change that I, That's that I, I did. Do. And I, you know, I feel great. I can't say that I <laughs> can't say that I regret it. Good. That's awesome. So. That's awesome. That was uh, good. That was way more in depth than what we were yeah. planning on getting, but I think it was important. Like that was the organic part of the podcast that's so key on why why we do, you know, these type of things and why we don't like overly plan some of the stuff. We kinda have some key points we wanted to touch on in this podcast and we let it flow like that. That was good. That was good. What do we got next, man? Uh you know, from all this, kind of learning the right lessons. Uh learning lessons on you know, what worked for you in the past and what didn't work for you in the past. Okay. Um, we'll just stick with um, health and fitness stuff. Yes, yes. Um, if you had a gym membership but didn't go, don't go out and get another gym membership. Try something else. Yeah. Try online training. Try, you know, the through the videos, like conference call style. Yep. Excuse me, conference call style training. Try one-on-one personal training. Yeah. Try something else. Don't get stuck in that rut. Well, I got a gym membership, but if you go twice a month, is it worth it? Yeah. Yeah. Go hire a trainer to train even even if it's once a week to kick your butt once a week, and then he writes out your other workouts for you that you have to show up at the gym so he sees your face. Mm-hmm. I do that with so many people, dude. I train them once or twice a week, and then I write their workouts out the other days a week. Yep. And, you know, they're being held account- accountable to me or my online people. You know, we have our weekly coaching calls. You know what I mean? Like all that stuff to make sure it's, you know, those people are designing their weeks and their days around what they're trying to accomplish. Right. And goals. Yep. Having those goals, having somebody else that knows your goals <clears throat> and that you can talk to about them and accountability yes. is huge. Yes. If you can do that, you know, by yourself and to yourself, good on you for that. Um, that's awesome. And then the same thing with, uh, with food too. Mm-hmm. Um, if you, you know, tried doing a specific plan from a company mm-hmm. and, oh yeah, I dropped 30 pounds, but then as soon as I stopped eating their food, I gained, I gained it. it. Yeah. <laughs> I gained it all back yeah. because so yes, don't go back and spend a ton of money on that same program. Yep. Maybe you need just to learn what's, what's in food. Mm-hmm. And how to properly portion that food. You know what I mean? So seek out somebody that can help you lay out a, a meal plan for your day on what the amount of food looks like. And then how you can adjust those foods that are given to you. Like, yeah, you're not going to eat rice at every meal. So how do you exchange, you know, that amount of rice for, you know, tacos? How do you exchange that? You know what I mean? So, like, I think that's just a key to learning about nutrition. It's like, you right. have to take some effort and just learn what's in food. That way you can live your life and never feel like you can't have a freaking taco again. No, and that's that's the other thing too. You know, I'm not saying go cook 10 chicken breasts and that's what mm-hmm. you're going to eat chicken in the morning or chicken yeah. at noon and chicken at night and yeah. broccoli and that's all you're going to eat. No, it's, you know, learning how to still eat food yes. that your family is going to enjoy because yeah. that's the other thing too. If, you're, if you've got kids, your spouse that's not on board with... Yep eating chicken and broccoli every night for supper, it's only going to last a short, short time. And secondly, you need to just take the effort into how do I make 
chicken differently? How do I make mm-hmm. my broccoli or my rice? How do I make those meals like more fun? Because guess what? You don't have to eat those meals plain. There's a million recipes out there to have, you know, <laughs> and sauces and and low, you know, there's no sugar sugar sauces and no fat sauces now. There's a million seasonings. There's a million types of vegetables that you can saute and cook up and make colorful, beautiful, amazing tasting food. Um, there's a million videos on YouTube that teach you how to do that. Right. Stop being lazy. It takes a little effort. It takes 15 minutes. But isn't that the point? Aren't we supposed to be learning new things? Like we need to get in this mindset and change our, our perspective that it's okay to continually learn new things. Why not take a few minutes, grab a couple of videos off YouTube and go cook something up that's good and still healthy. Mm-hmm. But you know what I mean? Like everybody's like, hey, this is going to take some time to do. Yeah, it is. It is going to take some time. It's going to take some effort. Everything good has to. Yeah. You are like, and most of these people, uh, you know, think about whatever your profession is, all of us, like whether you're a firefighter, whether you're a lawyer or a doctor, you got good at that by putting in a lot of time and a lot of effort. Yeah. Same thing. Like. It's okay to give up 10 minutes to search a YouTube video, and it's for your health. It's good. Don't get stuck on funny cat videos. Or... Don't watch freaking cat videos. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like, we got to just, like, get out of this comfort of, like, easy, fast, convenient. Yes. Like, not, like, we can't have convenient in our life. Like, we need to be training for freaking be warriors and be want more. Yeah. You and, know what I mean? And write those recipes down. If your yeah. family liked it, write it down. Yep. Yep, save that in the shared file of your YouTube. You know what I mean? Like, you can save that until you watch watch later file or whatever it is. You just make your little folder, and it's, they're all there. Yeah, and, so. I, and that's that's the other thing, too. If, you're, you know, if your kids are eating it, win. Yeah, oh, yeah, take it. I'm lucky I don't have picky kids, dude, but they don't have a choice. Oh, they're they've, too bad either. They've, got, they've, they've uh, chose not to eat a meal or two in the past, and they realize, like, oh, yeah, we... <laughs> We won't, we won't uh, give you a bunch of snacks. You're going to be really hungry. So yep. you, you do that once and uh, it works. Yeah. It works. They, like, they'll learn to eat it. So it's good. It's, and you should, we should. We're the parents. They don't dictate the meal. Like, yeah. you know, we're going to cook you something good. My wife's, a, my wife's a freaking chef, so she knows how to cook anyway. So it's like you're eating great food. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's like no excuse for it. But we don't need frozen chicken tenders every day. Yeah, no. And it, like, we just don't need that. Those things are fine for kids. If you know if you're trying to eat something that they're not going to eat, yeah, don't try and force that force that down their throat either. You know, yeah. I mean, we have don't. I'm not lying. We we have some in our freezer, but <clears throat> yeah. I don't even think it's on a weekly basis they get it. Yeah, you know what I mean. Every other week, probably they get something like that. But it's just, I mean, here's the thing: their kids too. Like, it's so important that like they're learning how to eat healthy and what foods are healthy and like building those habits early and what what we need to build what is normal mm-hmm. now because then it's not like. They're not going to view it as a diet or abnormal later. They're going to view it as healthy. Like, this is how I should live healthy. Yeah. And it's not a diet. It's actually just, it's eating all foods, like, healthily. You know yeah. what I mean? And eating, even eating as a family, mm-hmm. sitting down, taking time to eat. Yeah. Um, with everybody being so Stop, go, go, man. go, you know, and that's, that's the other thing. Quick food, quick snacks. Yes. Eat in the car, eat on the you know, on right. the way to this practice or that game or what do we got next? What's next? You know, we fill our schedules so full. Right. We're not carving out quality time with our family, for one. Yeah. And quality food consumption. Yes. Yep. Dude, and all of it meshes together. Mm-hmm. Totally does, man. Totally does. Yeah. It's good. It's good. Do we got anything else we're touching on in this today? No, we're just, like... just a little bit of health and fitness stuff. You know, yeah. don't don't get stuck in old ruts. 
choose something new, try something new this year. We got stuck doing nothing last year, so this year actually can do some stuff, so try it out. Yeah, yeah, don't be afraid to just attempt new things and have fun with it because that's that's how we continue to learn. You know what I mean? We got to keep learning. We got to keep challenging ourselves yeah. um, and find find those challenges. Like, we can't live comfy. No. We, you had your chance to sit on the couch last year. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, I think everybody, like, we're lucky in here in South Dakota. We we are pretty free, man. But I know a lot of people weren't as maybe as, as lucky as we were. So get out there and, uh, and attack. Yes. And we have to start attacking. Set goals. Set goals. Set attainable goals. And... Go reach them. Go reach them. Remember every 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 stair, we gotta celebrate. You know, celebrate all the mini goals to get to the big goal, and uh, start celebrating. Build the self discipline, which is gonna build the momentum, which is going to just continue to give you more self confidence and more hope towards getting to that goal. It's gonna be massive for you. So, thank you so much for tuning in to today's podcast. That was another yeah. good one, dude. We're gonna have more of these coming on just this off season prep work that we're going to be putting in as we're gearing up for the 2021 season it's a great time of year and uh, we're going to share our excitement with you to help build your excitement as well so have a great rest of your day